Hi, everyone. It's Mitch, and it is Wednesday, uh, October 27th, 2021, here with your live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year, usually right around 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So when we're late, like today, a couple minutes, because we're just talking about other stuff behind the scenes, we get carried away. But, uh, of course, we've got the World Series Game 2. We've got NBA basketball, 10 games, I believe. And we have uh, NHL as well today. So plenty to talk about. And... Uh, of course, we'll be right back with you in just a sec. Hi, it's Mitch from PickDogs.com. Oh, for sure. These games have to be high drama. So here we go again. I'm going to go big and see what happens. Welcome, everyone. Good morning. We were just talking about crab legs and uh, pie. That's pretty much what we talk about here on a regular basis that time it's, uh, it's my birthday two and a half weeks got rods coming up starts november 1st runs through about mid-november yep so if you'd like to make a deposit in his betting account just uh he'll send you the bitcoin information <laughs> rod doesn't want anything this year he just put like bitcoin deposits in his sports betting account Nice. Not a bad idea. Maybe that's what I'll do for Christmas this year. It's fun, like a sports betting account for us. That's a good idea. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea at all. Yeah, let's do it. I'm in. He's going to be the class president. It'd have to be Bittler. He's in the U.S. <laughs> betting state. Good old Pennsylvania. Good old PA. Anyways, hope everyone's having a great day. Great morning. I always have a exciting morning. Joe, Joe's out. on mute. What's that? I, we don't hear Joe. Uh, there's comments saying we don't hear Joe, and I don't hear Joe either. We see lips moving, but no talking. Okay, I'm here. There you go. Yay! Isn't there a Pink Floyd song about that? About that? Your lips move, but I can't hear what you're saying. Lips move, but I can't hear what you're saying. Comfortably <laughs> numb. I didn't get to do my workout this morning. so I started working out, and I was kind of like, you know what? I don't have it. I was about to leave it at five minutes before 10, my time, and it gives me exactly an hour to walk four miles and get back, and I just... I was afraid I was going to be a couple minutes late, so I didn't go. But. I'm gonna work. I'm gonna work out later. Uh, and my wife goes to like um, some kind of Franchico has a class that she has. I'll go. Some kind of like power yoga or something. Well, that will be fun. Yeah, I'm not. I don't go to that. I only do vinyasa. I'm just kidding. I just that's the only yoga word I know. So I just always say that whenever Chico says, "Are you going to come to the class?" I only do. Vinyasa. I love yoga, especially hot yoga. I think it's all hot yoga here in Maui. This is outside oceanfront yoga. This is oh, nice. That would be gorgeous. Depends who's, I bet go- you could- depends who's going to the class. I bet you can meet ladies going to the yoga class, though. So. I bet you I'm can. I'm not into yoga. But you I can. bet you can. But you can. <laughs> I think the problem that, that 
men in yoga <laughs> class have is that um, they get contorted into these weird positions and, you know, <laughs> thing, things happen. Yeah, it's not very masculine. Not very good for the uh, sound effects. So Chaco has like a, um, she has the, the, her yoga, they have like headsets on. Thing. And I mean, tons of people, like, I mean, she has so many people go to her class and there's a lot of yoga students. I mean, there's a lot of crunchy people, right? In Hawaii. So it's like all these yoga students, but hers is like super crowded. Like, I mean, she does it outside and uh, she's really cool. Her and her son is, uh, her son's name is Duke. He's like three years old. Chico showed a picture of my wife at the yoga class and Duke's first response, where's Sam? <laughs> That's cute. She just associates the two together, you know. Duke, he gets. He, they used to live across the street in Nohana, and then they, while well, they were building their house, and uh, Duke used to. His, Nick is an artist. The uh, father he displays like I mean, all over the world. He has um, his residency at the. I think it's the might be the Andas. And uh, he takes Duke out to the curb when the garbage men come by. He waves. You know. <laughs> he gets all excited when <laughs> the garbage truck comes by. Nice. That's cute. Yeah. I wish I was that easily entertained. Now, does the garbage truck in Hawaii make any, like, fun noises or anything as it drives around? No. Just, okay. Just, just kind of. Well, I have to ask because I was in Asia and the garbage truck over there. Do you guys know the sound it plays? Dixie. Anyone have any idea? Dixie it makes noises. I don't know. Yeah, it does. It sounds like the ice cream truck. And so I was in Asia <laughs> oh and I heard people all excited and like I saw them running outdoors and I had no clue why. Well, they chase the garbage truck and throw the garbage in. This was in Taiwan. Maybe not all of Asia, but... They get very excited for that garbage truck because if you miss it, you miss it. You have to throw your own garbage in as it goes past. So now I hear an ice cream truck here and I laugh every time. Right? I'm not running out there. (laughs) I I took my garbage out already. Right? Yeah. Missing out. Missing out. (laughs) (laughs) I was so confused that first time, though. I was like, why is everyone so excited for ice cream? Like, people just, light switch goes on. Like, wow, we got to get outside. I'm like, what is going on? So, there you guys go. If you have um, a garbage truck that makes noises in your area, make sure you tell me because the thing now, I want to know. So, anyways, we've got um, game two of the World Series today. Last night um, in the ninth inning, total set at eight and a half. And uh, I had the under, and some of the other people had the over. And uh, I mean, that ball came about two feet from hitting the foul ball. Or the fair pole or whatever you want to call it. And yeah. I think a lot of people just went, you know, it was uh it was a cheer and a and a uh, you know, all at the same time. Um that was as close as the Astros got and I thought it was really um exciting. for a game that was fairly one sided on the scoreboard, I thought it was a super exciting game. The Astros had a lot of chances. Um they had the bases loaded in the first inning, got nothing. They had a few chances. Um just didn't capitalize. And, of course, uh, Charlie Morton now gone for the series. So, you know, the Braves still have, you know, they have some depth, but in Morton, you know, who's going to pitch in Morton's spot? 
you got to figure they're going to have to manage this rotation depending on how the series goes. The Braves have done a really nice job of treating it as one game at a time all the way. You know, they've done yeah. it all season, and then they've also done it throughout the, the postseason, kind of not really planning ahead. So I think if Freed, so Freed goes tonight, if it did go like six or seven games in Atlanta, he would probably go in game five. And then he would probably be available for an all-hands-on-deck game seven. Be interesting to see how the Astros do tonight. Brian, what do you think is going to happen in this one tonight? This would be another uh, good one with uh, Eric Quiddy with that 27 postseason ERA. The only time we saw him in the postseason, he got absolutely shellacked. 1.2 innings, six runs. I mean, he got lit up like a Christmas tree by Boston. He was the losing pitcher of record in that beatdown of beatdowns. Max Fried has had the second half of the season, you know, from, from heaven. This guy went from 5 ERA to a sub-3 ERA. I, I remember when you used to bust up Max Fried. Well, I, 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 I call the guys out when they're underperforming, and I give credit where credit is due. I mean, I always do that. And, you know, as, as, as harsh as I was on Max Fried when he had the 5 ERA, I've been equal as complimentary. As he's as he's brought it down to below three. Of course, you're not a fan of my videos, or else you would know that. <laughs> anyway, as far just, as this game goes, just make sure you smash the like button over there. I, I have my mom smash the like buttons. Uh, the best. So as far as this game goes, I'm going to go with the under eight and a half tonight. I kind of learned my lesson yesterday. Playoff games are just uh, usually always lean towards the under. You're quitty. Has had trouble in the postseason, but I think they get five strong innings out of him. And I think Max Reed goes seven, eight dominant innings tonight. And uh, uh, he's been excellent second half of the season. His last start, he, I don't think he got out of the second inning. or uh, He had a little rough patch last start, but I think he Freed gets back to dominating tonight. It goes under the eight and a half. Rod, how about you? What do you think? Uh, for me, I, uh, I'm going to take the Braves. My line first five. Uh, I, I think they can get to Equity. And I just worried that uh, if they if they uh, work free a little bit and uh, you got to go to that bullpen, Braves used uh, four of their starting guys last night uh, all in kind of like a hands-on deck. They got to win game one. So uh, I mean, those guys are going to be available today. They're, they're really hoping free can go seven innings. But uh, we know this Houston team might uh, get them going. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Braves. My line first five. I'm uh, worried about after that. And uh, I lean to the over full game. Uh, I think we're going to, like I said, it was just close last game. So uh, I, I think we can see the under in the first five. What was going first five? Uh, opposite of what we see yesterday. Give me the under first five over full game. And I like the Braves first five. Joe? Yeah, I'm sitting the same as you, Rod, for that first five. I really think we're going to see both these teams come out really hard in that first five and keep this one under. Um, not sure for the full game. I'm not going to touch the full game total eight and a half. We saw what happened last night. I was on that over. Um, I can see it going both ways in this one, but I think it starts off um, a tough defensive um, one. So, yeah, give me the first five under. Yeah, I had the under yesterday. I'm sticking on the under in this one. I think that for the Astros, they know about Iroquiti. You know, they sat through that last outing, so they're not going to sit through it again. It's going to be a quick hook, and um, they have a lot, plenty of guys that can go, go the distance. 
Um, we didn't see, you know, we saw Jake Odorizzi come in yesterday, and, you know, they have other guys like that that have pitched you know, substantial innings. So I don't know. Um, you know, it's a must win game for the Astros. So it's going to be all hands on deck. You can't go down 0 2 and be headed to Atlanta for, for three games and expect to come out of there, you know, to expect to come back home. You, you just can't, regardless of who's pitching. Um, I'm going to guess it's going to be Anderson next game for the Braves at home. So it's probably not going to get a lot easier for Houston. And, you know, now's where we start to see where the Astros, not having Justin Verlander, not having Garrett Cole anymore, this is where it starts to add up. You know, a couple of years ago when the Astros won it, Justin Verlander, you know, you just wheel him out and this guy could go nine innings, no problem. You know, and he could do it on four days rest, no problem again. But, um, you know, not quite the same. And Garrett Cole, you know, not, you know, he was in the number two spot. So it's like, you know, he doesn't have the matchups, which is why, you know, he doesn't have the same record anymore right now. He's in the number one spot, not quite the same as pitching in the number two. Um, his numbers weren't that bad last year. Hideous. They're to what, 2.93 probably a year, right? No. The most important number, 0-1 in the playoffs. When they needed him most, he let them down. And when you get paid that kind of money, that's when they need you most. That's when you're expected to come through. You think people remember Tom Brady's week three win over, you know, over, the, over whoever they played. I couldn't even tell you. We're only in week eight. I can't even tell you who he beat week three, but I know I could name every Super Bowl win he's ever had. Yeah, absolutely. I could also name his losses in the Super Bowl, right? You know, the other stuff, that's why he makes the big bucks, you know? For games like that, not for game three against, you know, against, I don't know. <laughs> that was so long ago now. we're all like uh, was it a week three <laughs> the White Sox Could how be many games have Sox? we covered what? since week three of the NFL season I think yeah. I think there's 256 Couple. games in an NFL season so I'm not really I'm not really sure how many oh actually there's more this year right there's yeah. there's more games this year in baseball, there's tw- we cover 2,600 regular season games in Major League Baseball. I know that. I do 2,600 baseball videos a year under regular season. <laughs> it's like, how many people ask me, how many videos do you? I did 39 yesterday. <laughs> okay. Just 39. Light day. 39. 39 videos. <laughs> Nothing going on over here. Kind of like Miami against Pitt on the money line, I got to say. Is there only twenty seven hundred hockey or baseball videos? I think it's more than that. Twenty six hundred. Yeah, no, that's probably more than that. that. It's twenty six hundred in a season. Are you sure it's not more? Well, you have you have um, one hundred sixty two games in a season, right? Right. Times thirty. Right. That gives you uh, forty eight hundred and sixty. Right, and it's there's but teams don't play themselves. No, but I'm saying there's 162 games, right, right. in a season. Right. right. So times 30, you don't play them. So that's 4,800 games. Right. Half of that. 2,400. It's 2,400. Well, I know okay. it's a lot. Yeah, it's half. It's a lot. <laughs> it's, it, it's half. So you take all the teams, exactly what Rod's number is, except 
in those 162 games, somebody's playing somebody else. So it's half that number. Like, each individual team plays 162 games, right? But they have an opponent. So one of the other teams is the opponent, right? 162, 162. If one team plays 162 games, right, and there's only two teams in the league. Right. They play another team, and they play 162 games. How many games were played total? Not 324. You know. I just like math classes putting me to sleep. It's kind of like Brian's hockey picks. It's like, I like Montreal. Grab like, your coffee, Brian. It's like, I like the Devils. It's like, hey, I was right there with him on those Devils last night. Gotta go with the hometown team, Flames. You guys are both Flame fans. People jumped off the bandwagon at the wrong time. How about those Ducks oh, I, on the puck line? Yeah, I like the Ducks on the money line yesterday. That didn't happen. Yeah, you got to go puck line. Puck line. Uh, I like to get plus money on my – I like to maximize my wins. Why would you want like to do that when it's too good to be true? <laughs> well, what do you I mean, got? See, I, get, I, get, I get criticized when I take the money line, and I get criticized when I take the plus one and a half. So. Yeah, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. <laughs> Welcome to my show. Anyways, welcome to our show. Brian, what do you got for sale today? Oh, one, one, and one yesterday. I got my take it to the bank three pack. You get to play in major, major, you get to play two plays in the NBA, and you get my NHL play all for $40 at pickdogs.com. Take it to the bank Wednesday. I'm sweeping the board tonight. Got to sweep the board. Rod? And for me, uh, off a winning day yesterday, nice three and two day. Um, got a wealthy Wednesday five pack. I got four NBA. I actually love and uh, one ten star NBA or one and ten star NHL roof job. So I got four NBA, one NHL. Come aboard, wealthy Wednesday five pack over at Pickdogs Premium. Four NBA and one NHL. Joe. One NHL, yeah. What do you got? One I have, NHL. I have two NHL plays today and one NBA play. I don't know why I was struggling saying NBA. I wanted to say M. So you've been M. here almost two months, so it's 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 <laughs> starting to rub off on you. <laughs> Professionalism has gone. I don't out know the, why M wanted to come out of my mouth. <laughs> it's like the person that shows up like in the their little suit with portfolio for their job interview, and then they work with us for a couple months, and it's like they're swearing, smoking cigarettes, and playing poker on their, on their lunch break. You know, it's like, hey, I enjoy doing all those things. It's all good. <laughs> Can you spit in this direction, please? <laughs> Class it up a little. Come on. We got two plus one again. I was two and one yesterday. I lost the, the one that I lost is, of course, the one that, that gets under my skin. S- stupid Gary Payton, the second, turns the ball over. <laughs> it's like, and they end up getting a layup on the other side. Lose by one. <laughs> Game, I'm giving nine. Never uh, in doubt. It was gruesome. <laughs> well, the Thunder had a gigantic lead, and the Warriors reeled them in. And it was, um, you know, the, it was one of those ones at the end where the Warriors were just throwing, like, Curry, <laughs> Steph Curry missed, like, a 38-foot jump shot. It's like, why, you know, <laughs> <laughs> come on, work with me here. 
you know, you can take 38 foot jump out if you're up by 13. You know, you don't do it when you're up by 10. He was trying to show off for the fans. Or he was getting the points. What's the official sports book of the NBA's position on that game? I would have think the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> yeah. I think that if you're going to be the official sports book of, the, of a sport, that you should have to show your position on these games. You know, your full undisclosed position on these games. If you're the official sports book of that, of that league or the official betting partner of a league, of a team, of whatever. You should have to have to have full disclosure on what your position is. Completely agree. Speaking of the magic. Because then it would take out the whole conversation of refs and if refs are paid off and everything like that. It's 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 ridiculous that they don't. I it's like yeah. Pete Rose, you know, is not allowed in the Hall of Fame because he bet on his own team. I mean, all the betting slips and everything that they found on Pete Rose. It wasn't like he bet against his team in three <coughs> games. Matter of fact, most of the bets were on his own team. On the when they went there, he was the manager of the Reds, and and the th- the problem was they were terrible, right? So he lost like all those bets, but he was betting on his own team. Yeah, makes no sense. Makes no right? sense. Well, yeah. Because you know? yeah, he wasn't like you, and he wasn't like fixing it. He wasn't betting the other side, right. and, uh, and, yeah. and and making crap calls, and being like, "Yeah, bring in the lousy guy. Yeah, yeah you, you no, get in there." It wasn't that at all. <laughs> or like bringing in, you know, like the left fielder to pitch, you know, or you know, um, yeah, you know, exactly. take take ta- taking the over, and um, you know, or taking the under, and you know, resting all the starters. It wasn't like anything like that at all. He was betting on his own team. Yeah, he didn't take a dive. You got the Magic and the Hornets. Celtics and the Bizzards. The Nets and the Heat. And the Raptors against the Pacers. Joe, what do you think of these four beauties? Well, I really want the Raptors to come out and win at home, but I'm not sure if it's going to happen tonight. When I'm staying off of, but as a fan, I really want it to happen. Um, Hornets, though, I think they'll get the road win and the cover in this one against Orlando Magic. Um, we look at Orlando, they're one and three against the spread so far this year. They're just not playing strong defensively. So give me the uh, Charlotte Hornets minus the points, and everyone keep your fingers crossed that my Raptors can come out and. Get a win at home tonight. So speaking of Joe Madden, Joe and I are going to be oh, doing God. a new feature, <laughs> a, a new feature um, on this show and on all of our shows where you guys are going to be able to ask us questions. And I'm not talking about like ask a question in the chat. I'm talking about like you're not going to phone in. You're going to be able to join us through the internet, and I can plug you guys into my soundboard right here. We're going to have you guys ask questions. Not not everybody gets to ask a question. We're gonna have just a few. Are you pre screening these questions? Joe Madden's gonna be in charge of pre screening. So if there's any problems, <laughs> so being... don't lie. Don't lie to me. What question you want to ask? <laughs> don't lie. Yeah, like nobody's gonna nobody's gonna lie. <laughs> no, we're gonna super. Pre-screen. Oh, you scared me well, though. Speaking of Joe Madden, anytime that convert like sentence starts, it worries. Well, there's me. not gonna be you know there's gonna be a lot of rules like no anonymous profiles, no clown emoji yeah. none of those things it's all gonna have to, it's all gonna be legit you know there's gonna be and it's not we're not, not gonna be exceptions you know and things like that 
So yes. I'm I'm uh, I'm excited to be able to bring that in. We'll probably be doing that starting. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully, the latest will be Monday of next week. I like it. We told we told someone we would do it, and we've kind of just been putting it off. They've been begging us. To Maybe try we'll it. test it this week. They've been begging us to try it. Not really. They actually just suggested it. <laughs> Beg us. It's like with certain people, they think like when you ask someone or make a suggestion, they 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 rephrase it as they begged me to do it. <laughs> it's like okay, <laughs> whatever you say. Um, anyways, I think it'll be fun though. I think it's something that's kind of like I know that. Um, in the past, like when we first started live, people were like, oh, you should do call-in show and you should do this. And I think that this is kind of like a hybrid where it's like we will have call-in and we will do our regular show. So, Rod, what do you like in these four games? In these four games, first one I like, uh, I like the over in uh, the Charlotte and Orlando game. You look uh Charlotte. Are, are the Orlando eight and one their last nine home games, and the over uh, is six and two the last between these two teams. And you look their defense on both teams. Charlotte's defense ranked twenty seventh, giving up one hundred seventeen points a game. Orlando twenty first, giving up one hundred thirteen. Well, when my math add those together, that's uh, two hundred thirty points. The total is only two twenty, and uh, everybody's humping the under. So uh, give me the over, uh, Charlotte, Orlando in that one. Uh, and the other way, I'm going to take the Wizards. Plus the points, uh, the Blizzards nine two and one their last twelve following a straight up loss, and the Celtics one and eleven ATS their last twelve off of one day's rest. So uh, I think the Blizzards make this a closer game uh, in that one. And the other one I like, I like the under in the uh, Heat and Nets game. Both these teams uh, playing some solid D. Heat four and one to the under following a straight up win. Nets seven and zero to the under following an ATS win. The under is 12, 5, and 1 in the last 18 meetings between these two. Take the under, Nets, Heat. Brian? I'll tell you what, I think I could have a premium pick on every, well, I don't know about premium pick, but a, a pick on every one of these games, but I'm going to cut it back a little bit. Hornets Magic I want to dig into later on the VIP. Definitely see a side I'm liking right now. Um, I like. I agree with Rod. The Washington Wizards here, excellent value against the Boston Celtics. You're getting plus points with I think could be the better team here. Boston, just because they've played a little bit better lately, I'm not sold on the Boston Celtics. Give me the Wizards plus the points. I like the Toronto Raptors at home. I bet it this morning. I think I got plus one and a half if I'm not mistaken. Now it's down to minus one in some spots. I, I think Toronto uh, goes 500 at home. I think this is a one. This is a game here that they can definitely win against the Indiana Pacers team that I don't see making the playoffs. Take the Toronto Raptors on the money line. I hope you're right there, Brian. I really want my Raptors to finally so, get too. a win. <laughs> I, let's see. I like the uh, Miami Heat against the Nets. I like them better at five than I like them at four, but I still like them. I think they got a chance to win this ball game. I like the Bizzards. People are starting to hump up on the Celtics because Tatum finally hit a basket. But the Wizards are actually the better team in this one. Do you believe in magic? Absolutely not. I like the Hornets beat down. 
Who sings that song? Do you believe in magic? Yeah. It <laughs> went straight through my head as soon as you said that. It's such a happy song. <laughs> it is a happy song. Even magic. Isn't that just a, a theme for Disney? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. It's Love and Spoonful. Love and Spoonful. I like that song. Oh, yeah, that's it, right? Yeah. John Sebastian, 1965. <clears throat> There's also a Sean Cassidy version that Joe probably prefers. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> I don't know. To do run, run, run. <laughs> To do run. <laughs> so here's what happens. So Bet365 is asking me to fill out this form. And I go there and there's a blank page. Hate that. <laughs> Hate it. <laughs> At least they're not asking you to sign up for the emails after you're already on the emails. No, no, they want they want to work with us. <laughs> they're expanding into other states beyond. Oh, states. okay. I, they're they're my favorite. I love those guys. They send me to this blank page, and that is the issue. So, um, let's send my friend there a screenshot. Anyways, got uh, the Hawks and the Pelicans, the Bucks and the Timberwolves, and the Thunder and the Lakers, both on the back-to-back. Ryan, what do you think? Well, this is an awesome card. Now looking at it even closer, I think I could bet every single game. But uh, I think I'm going to take the Thunder buddies at home. Well, Rod's got, Rod's got four picks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like to get well. I got to put more. Uh, that was whole. Today's a good card. I like, I like the Thunder at home here. Oh, the Lakers, great card. Lakers haven't been a great cover team, and they're on a back-to-back. LeBron didn't play last night. I don't even. I don't think he plays tonight either. Uh, uh, I think the Lakers win, but the Thunder cover. And I really like the Minnesota Timberwolves here getting points. I think uh, uh, they're a much improved team this year in the NBA. The Bucks. I don't see them as a blowout team. Getting six and a half, six. I think it's a gift. I take Minnesota plus the points and sprinkle a little on the money line. Rod, what do you think? For me, I like the under and the Lakers of Thunder. Under, uh, both on the back-to-back. Uh, tired legs. Uh, I think we get an under in that one, lower scoring. Uh, first of 100 wins that game. Uh, and I also like the uh, under in the Wolves and the Bucks. You look at the Wolves, 5-0 and to the under off of one day's rest. 7-1 and to the under their last eight. Bucks 3-0-1, their last four home games to the under. Uh, I think we got a lower-scoring affair on our hands in that one. I mean, the Wolves and Bucks under. And the Lakers and Thunder under. Joe? I'm leaning, actually, on the over for uh, the Timberwolves and Bucks. I really think we're going to see a higher-scoring game out of these two um, as both offenses really step up tonight. Um, we've seen the defense for Milwaukee give up 115.2 points per game, and the Bucks are averaging around that uh, 115, sorry, 115 in both. And I just see them being able to compete with the Bucks tonight. Um, I have a slight lean on Minnesota being able to cover the spread, so that's why I'm looking at the over. 
I don't think the Timberwolves are ready for this spot. The Bucks have only had one home game all season, and it's like they blew them out. And it's like the Bucks are generally really good at home. This line's super light. And I think they're begging to take the Bucks, but they don't have to beg me. I think they're going to win by twenty. I mean, we've seen it drop a point and a half in the past two hours or three hours or so. Bet it again. Bet it again. I think Minnesota is a team you got to keep your eye on this year. I'm know. keeping my eye on them, Brian. I'm I would have thought that you would have watched them. You're, I'm watching them as I bet the other side. I like anti- I like Minnesota on my list, and I have them on my list of games. This is a horrible spot. This has Mitch written all over it. You're anti-Milwaukee on most cases, and you're pro-Minnesota in spots and this just seems like a, a spot you would take minnesota i know so I, don't, I, know. I don't agree with i you know i know it it does and that's how <laughs> obvious the bucks pick is to me now minnesota minnesota is going to win outright it's not yeah, just jumping right. off the page it's leaping off the page timberwolves haven't played on the road all season they lost to the pelicans look at who they so? played pelicans might win again tonight who knows look who the bucks Everybody, played. everybody's look hopping the, the hawks Look who the Bucks played. Uh, All right. Feel better about yourself. I'm taking the Bucks. I'm not. Uh, do, <laughs> do yourselves a I favor. Think this is a, do yourselves a favor. Put a little something on the box. Thank me. Thank me later. On thank that me one. now. It, it's it's mm-hmm. definitely a books versus public day today in the NBA. That's for sure. We'll see who comes out on top. I don't know. I think you got bad information. Well, which one, Minnesota? In general. No, I think I think the Bucks are pretty. We should, Johnny Fishcake today. I think on on the Rod Zawacki ass shot whiteboard. I think on your um, I think you're actually like <laughs> minus like two hundred eighty units or something on this. <laughs> it's because Rod has to get up to use his dry erase board right there. So get this. Right, so it would be. It would be like, yes, over can. here. like Rod, we can't see your ass. Can you, just, can you move just a little bit? That would be the perfect whiteboard. Today we'll start keeping track. Mitch has the Bucks minus six, and I have the Wolves plus. I'll I'll six. lay I'll lay nine and a half with the Bucks. So each day we'll keep track of the whiteboard. Let's 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 give me some plus. <laughs> let's give me something to work with. I'll take the uh, nine and a half. I love the way that the that the sharp money is on the. Um, is on the Timberwolves. It makes me feel even better about this one. Well, I'm kind of wishing I would have had it as a premium play, to be honest with you. Don't worry, Brian. You could back it with your wallet. Maybe later today. Who knows? You could also put, it on, really, you could also put it on the whiteboard. I'm really waiting on that. We don't Orlando do enough whiteboard stuff. Maybe we should yep. move the office pool to the whiteboard. We need a whiteboard. Joe's like, I'm not doing no freaking whiteboard. <laughs> he joked that I have a whiteboard right there. Joe's like, whiteboard. no freaking whiteboard. I could turn around and do a whiteboard. Joe's like, yeah. Joe's like all smiles on the show. He's <laughs> like, no freaking way. Look, I'll hit. End. Oh, I saw a perfect Halloween Halloween blonde wig yesterday. I was thinking about, but then I did. Oh man, I'm gonna get so sued. I still still don't know what I'm gonna be for Halloween. You guys, I need help here. Really need help. Well, you don't want any ideas from me. My ideas aren't very good for Halloween. Brian's Brian's idea is probably all you could be a nurse. Yeah. They're all male chauvinist ideas. <laughs> <laughs> but that has always been my Halloween costumes. That's why I'm struggling to work out what to be this year. I have a whole pile of outfits, none appropriate for the show. Okay. 
Be Giannis. Giannis. Who's Giannis? The Greek freak. Oh, yeah. I was like, I would just do a your complete blank there. Wear your platform shoes. How tall is he? Seven Basketball something. <laughs> yeah, make myself a little bit taller. Got the Kings against the Suns. You got the. Blazers against the Grizzlies. I'll be Bill Walton. Got uh, the Blazers against the Grizzlies and the Clippers against the Cavaliers. Rod, who do you like in these three? Uh, those three, I uh, like the one. Give me the Kings. Uh, they're four and zero ATS. Their last four road games. Suns one and six ATS. Their last seven. They're also zero and six ATS. Their last six after scoring hundred plus points. Uh, that's way yeah, the Kings plus the eight in that one. Too many points there. Kings have been playing good ball. Uh, their load win has come on the road. So uh, someone's always got to go. So give me the Kings in that one. The only one I like in that grouping. Right. Yeah, I'm jumping off the Kings bandwagon today. I'm going to skip that game. But I, I do like the Kings a lot in the NBA. But uh, as far as this time grouping goes, I'm going to take the Cleveland Cavaliers here plus the eight. Everybody and their mom seems to be humping up on the L.A. Clippers here. I just think that's about too, too many points. I see this as a five, six-point game. I think the Cavaliers can keep it within the number. Joe? I'm liking the Grizzlies uh, plus the points tonight and the under in that game. I think uh, 234, 235 is what it's hovering around. It's just way too many points. Everything has to go perfect for these guys to score that many Um the Trailblazers are one and four against the spread in their last five. So give me the Grizzlies plus the points in this one. Oh, we should go. We should be the. We should dress up as the bet on it crew. That'd be funny. <laughs> that wouldn't get me sued. <laughs> I get to be Marco. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not shaving my head to go as Brian. I'm not shaving my head. Not happening. Um, whose turn is it? Joe's? I just went. Oh, my turn then. Let's, I, mean, I like I like the uh, I like the Clippers in this one. I also oh, like yeah, the Suns. Yeah. I just think the Suns are. I mean, you can't keep a good team down, you know, and eventually they're gonna explode. This looks like a likely spot because the Kings are just, I mean, I like the Kings too, but the problem is they lose in bunches. And normally their bunches are about seven to eight games, not two. So the, the, <laughs> the, the, them losing, you know, you know. They're changing. They're only going two this season, not, uh, not 20. I didn't get the memo. <laughs> they're the Arizona Diamondbacks or the Kansas City Royals. They were like streaky this year too. Also kind of like Kings, Royals. I like the Royals. They're one of my teams too. I did real well on them this year. I didn't do bad. You got to play them at home. Over at home, I think they were over five hundred this okay, year. Okay, Brian. We understand. Go to the NHL. Florida Panthers on the back to back, undefeated Florida Panthers. Here come the Boston Bruins. 
three and one on the season. It's one and one on the road. Got the Capitals, four zero and two against the Red Wings, three two and one. Last off, a lot of value in that one. Plus one seventy five on the Red Wings. Oof, that's kind of one that it's, it's there, but do you really want to touch it? And then you got two of the worst puck line teams in in hockey, the Blackhawks and the Maple Leafs. Two puck line wins among them. Two and eleven on the puck line for those two teams. Yuck. Then you got the Dallas Stars against the Vegas Knights. I don't know. Is that the underachievers game or the downhill slide game? And then you've got Edmonton five and zero on the season against the Flyers. Carter Hart. My NHL player, you know, name, I know. Oh. <laughs> I'll probably get the start tonight. I just, I just gave it to him. Just announced him as the starter, whether he's starting or not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're holding you to it, Mitch. Tell Rod, the coaches. Rod, what do you think of these five games? I, I don't, I don't see a lot of meat on the bone here, but see what you have to say. Now you see after you see the meat when I said I have one NHL play. <laughs> it's like, eh. It is so, an eh card. It is an eh card. Um, for me, I like the the under in the Panthers and uh, Bruins game. Two teams hard hitting. Uh, I think we got a lower scoring affair in that one. Give me the under. I also like the under in uh, Detroit and the Capitals. Um, Detroit's not, not, they played some pretty good games this season. So uh, I like the under. I think we have a lower scoring affair in that one. And I'm going to take the Leafs. I think this is a get right spot. Uh, Blackhawks have real issues. Wow. They got uh, Taves is out. Kane is out. Uh, uh, three other guys that are out on COVID issues. Their whole front office just got fired. They're, uh, they have so many issues. It's not even, it's horrible. This Blackhawk team is in disarray. It's, it's a disaster. I know, they, but you're getting plus 175 against the Toronto Maple Leafs. I mean, you have to look right? at it from that perspective. I mean, the Maple Leafs don't even have all those issues that you mentioned, but they still stink. You know, they don't right? stink. But. So, this is a good <laughs> right spot for the Two, four, and uh-huh. one. one. They're so bad, you took them. One and six on the puck line, <laughs> oh and three on they'll, the They'll be the good by line. the end of the season. This is when you take teams like that when they're bad. But. Playing on the road against the Blackhawks, they're four and one in their last five meetings. So I mean, I'm not touching this game, but I'm just saying. I'm taking the Leafs on the puck line. I think they uh, beat up on the Blackhawks. Wow. You got no I'm gonna take no the under. It's, it's it's a disaster, disaster. I'm gonna take the under in that one. I don't think either team has the ability to find the back of the net. They're just struggling like hell right now, and um, the Blackhawks without Kane is huge. And I just I don't like what I'm seeing out of the Leafs. So there's no way I'm taking a side because I can't bet with the Leafs at all. I really hope they get it for you, but my best bet on that one is the under six. I don't think we see a lot out of either of these teams. Brian. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna lean towards the Edmonton Oilers here in the puck line. I just think they're the far and away better team than the Flyers at home. It's where they're gonna cook the sausage. 
And I think the Boston Bruins are a nice value here in the road, plus money against Florida, who start out hot. I think the Bruins, I like the Bruins better than the Panthers, and I'm getting plus money to boot. I think Boston knocks them off tonight. So Bruins and Oilers puck line. Panthers on the puck line parlayed with the Red Wings and the Blackhawks. It's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Just think the Panthers way better than the Bruins. Bruins always no, overrated, not. overrated always. It's like they Florida's a good team, but I don't think they're overrated. Also, like I said, the Maple Leafs. You want to lay minus one ninety five with the Toronto Maple Leafs in good conscience? I mean, no, I'm laying the puck line, so it's uh, oh plus one thirty. Yeah. I mean, because <laughs> they've been so good on the puck line, one and six on the puck line this season. Well, it's a get-right spot. They they come together. They're and incapable. They, uh, the Leafs do that. This is usually where where the teams band together. You know where they do the circle and they say, you know what? It's us. <laughs> We're a team. Do it. Right. And the Leafs and they win. Do it. Just like Washington State did think. it. You know, everyone does it. They all do it. The way After Don done. Cherry bashes you, usually it's a good spot to take the the team that he's been bashing. So. I miss Don Cherry. Um. Yeah, I won't this, take it. This <laughs> He has a podcast now? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. No. Yeah, I won't take a hockey bet on the money line that's over minus 145. There's no way I'm not touching it. Not in hockey. Too much juice for me. And I won't take I won't take the Leafs on the puck line. They just kick me <laughs> always. Don't take the Leafs on the puck line. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> So we got a couple. Good luck. I really hope it works. We got a couple seconds here before we do our parlay. Just uh, some quick hot topics. Mike Tomlin, uh, rumored to go to LSU and USC, throws the temper tantrum at the press conference. Says, "How come you guys aren't asking Sean Payton and Andy Reid this question?" And there's not some magic booster showing up at my house with a blank check like everybody seems to think. And he storms out of the press conference. I mean, oh, wow. I'm going to have to watch that. Oh, yeah. Then the rumor is James Franklin to USC. And he makes a lot of sense at, at, for that job. And they are going to pay him a fortune. And he's going to walk out the door of Penn State. You watch. He is going to take it. And that will be that. He is the guy for that job, too. He is the guy. He will win a national championship there. So why doesn't Miami pay him to come to Miami? Because I don't think I don't think that they can pay him what USC can pay him. I think that, I think I think they would I think they would maybe offer him if I think maybe they have talked to him. I don't know, but I think they I think they would I think maybe they will. But you can't talk about the Miami as an open position when the coach is still there. USC and LSU are clear vacancies. And, um, you know, James Franklin is the guy. And it's like, he, he would be great at Miami too. Perfect guy for that job too. Because he takes bad programs and turns, them, wasn't bad, and turns them around. He took them out of turmoil into a, back into the national picture. He did. And he did it at Vandy. He won at Vandy. If you can win at Vandy, imagine what you could do at USC or Miami. You won at Vandy. They're a bowl team, like, every year with that guy. Freaking Vandy. 
I don't know. He's not a great cover coach, which makes him a perfect candidate for the Miami job. Be interesting to see where these come from. I'm sick of these Nick Saban assistants, though. Way sick of them. The next, the thing is that the next big job that's going to be available is Texas. Right? Well, yeah, the next big, like after these. I like the under on Sarkeesian in Texas, whatever it is. Love the under. Really, one of the worst coaching hires I've ever seen. That one, I think the worst ho- coaching hires um, of the year. Where Dan Campbell for the Lions and Steve Sarkeesian at Texas. I also think that um, one of the other guys that's going to get some looks here has got to be Matt Campbell from Iowa State. He's got to, you know, he's, he's probably on the short list for some of these guys. And I'm going to guess that Miami's going to go after Lincoln Riley is the guy I think they're going to go after. But we'll have to see. That. I don't know. You know. I'm not saying he's leaving Oklahoma, but I'm going to say they're going to offer him. That's their type of guy. Why would you leave Oklahoma to go to Miami? Because you have the number one recruiting um, base right in your backyard. Because they have a long list of coaches that have gone on to successful NFL careers from there. And they got a trophy case that's as good as anybody's. That's why. If you can recruit in your backyard, you don't have to go all these trips away, like all off season, like those guys, they work like all and all season coaching their team and like drawing up plays. And I mean, basically sleep in their office. And then once that ends, they're just on the recruiting trail the whole rest of the year. This way he would get to, um, you know, you would get to do a lot of that stuff from your home. Good portion of it. Enough to build a good team. That's for sure. The great Miami teams kept everybody home. That was the difference, you know. They weren't playing at Alabama like they are now. Kept the bulk of those guys home. When you do that, you win. You don't, you don't win. It's that simple. You don't think that Patrick Sertain Jr. would have shirred up our secondary the way he did at Alabama? I'm sure he would have been just fine. What do you think the Eagles are going to do with that Dolphins first-round pick, Brian? That's a big one. <laughs> How did they get their first round pick? Last year, they trade the Dolphins traded um, up six spots with the Eagles to take. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and they sw- they swapped first round picks and gave them this year's first round pick. I'm sure they'll screw Horrid. it up somehow. A horrible, <laughs> horrible trade. Normally, you would think you know, like the Texans make that kind of trade or the Eagles, you know, get the bad end of that one, but actually. Right now, that shapes up to be the third pick in the NFL draft. The guy that they're talking about to the Eagles with that pick is Malik Willis. And I would go after somebody on defense. Well, Malik Willis is the guy that they're talking about. It's not a deep quarterback draft. I think that's part of the problem here. You got Willis, who we saw lost to Louisiana Monroe, right? Then we have um, the guy from Ole Miss who I'm not sold on. And then we have uh, the guy from Pitt. These are the top three quarterbacks. So it's, you know, it's not a great quarterback class. The guy who I would like is, is Thibodeau from Oregon. The guy who manhandled. Now Slits. you're a big Oregon guy. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not a, I'm not a big Oregon guy. I'm just, I, I just think that they have a lot of talent on the team. 
And I think they, they play a hard, they don't get a lot of respect because they play out on the West Coast. I think they went into Columbus and busted up Ohio State. And it's ridiculous that Ohio State is ranked ahead of them with zero wins over a ranked team. And Oregon has well, a win. We'll get Oregon's, a Oregon's got the win over the ranked team, you know, that they don't have. So it doesn't even make sense. It's them. That's the ranked team they beat. Them. The ones head-to-head. The ones that are ranked ahead of them. The ones that have the same record as them. No, they don't have the win against Tulsa or Akron, though. So, you know, or 2-5 and five Indiana. It'll all sort itself out. It never does. It always comes down to the eye test. All right. What's your parlay? Rod? For me, my parlay, we're going to take the Wizards plus the points. We're taking uh, the Heat under the total and the Kings plus the points. Would you throw the Blackhawks in there with that? Maybe? <laughs> I, I love that like in the no youtube chance. comments like i'll say something you know I'll, I'll have to say something in the video and people say would you throw like um i don't know <laughs> the, the over 18 <laughs> u.s national team against uh trinidad in that parlay <laughs> it's like that's why we have the sneaky parlay finder on the site now under the betting tools section i think it's on the sports chat has those type of things Brian, what do you like? I'm going to take the Minnesota Timberwolves plus the points, the Washington Wizards plus the points, and uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers plus the points. How about you, Joe? I'm going to take three on the money line. We're going to take the Clippers, the Oilers, and the Stars. Um, I'm going to take the... Uh... I'm going to take the um, definitely the Phoenix Suns with the Milwaukee Bucks and the Chicago Blackhawks. Really not liking the Maple Leafs as a minus 196 favorite. I'm offended. I never like the Maple Leafs. Yeah, I'm personally offended <laughs> by that price tag. You should be. It's it's just rude. I find it insulting. <laughs> Who in the hell? Minus- one fifteen, I give them, but not minus. Yeah. Where do they get off? <laughs> Who in the hell do they think they are? <laughs> minus one ninety six. Yeah, it's not right. No way. It's just gonna go. It's up. high for it's high for a reason. Toronto's gonna win. Yeah. But whether they win by two, who knows? No way, Jose. No, no way. <laughs> I'm no just chance. telling you why. <laughs> no chance. I don't even. Slim know. just yeah. left town. No chance. <laughs> a whole bunch of people did leave, just leave town. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I don't know if they called that one guy slim or not, but uh, he definitely left Chicago. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. <laughs> you bet the Maple Leafs at minus 196, you get what you get. <laughs> You're going to get what you get. Yeah. That's why I'm taking on the puck line. I am not laying no money line on that. No, thanks. Reverse puck line This is where the action's at in that one. No way. They're going to be mad. They're going to be mad. They're going to be mad. You're dreaming. Who's going to be mad? 
Them. There's nobody to be mad. Them. All, all the top guys are in COVID protocol. Toronto needs to be mad. Mad that they're playing so crappy. Well, you know why? Exactly. You know why they're playing crappy? They're a very bad team. Very I mean, disappointing. Toronto probably wins this game five nothing five. So now they get to play a really, really, really even worse. <laughs> like game. when we look Two at all, when we look at all the sports over the last ten years, right? All of sports, the last ten years, everything, college, pro, everything. Is there a more overrated team than the than the Toronto Maple Leafs? I would say Chicago Cubs, but at least they did win one World Series. But I think the Toronto Maple Leafs could be the most overrated team at any level of any sport. This is a team that has accomplished absolutely skadoosh. No, the New York Yankees are kind of no. The Yankee the Yankees have a trophy full. They made the playoffs. They 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 they've won some games. They've been contenders. Oh no, not like this. This has been an exercise in futility, and this is what they do. They have a general manager that puts together a crap team. They get these guys that are supposed to be stars, but what they are is really soft stars that other people want to get rid of. And then you know what they do when all that is said and done? Their big answer, they fire the coach. I'm telling you, we've seen this act before. I don't even know hockey, and I can tell you this. Rod, when's the last time the Maple Leafs had a good coach firing? It's always about last four. season. Wasn't the last season? <laughs> See, it's always about, and it's always like it's always about eight games in. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like they know, so it's coming. You know, it's this is this is their coach firing week. The Leafs have the second most Stanley Cups. When's their last one? They won them when there were six teams. Nineteen sixty-seven. Yeah, they won when there were six teams. No, there was more than six teams in 1967. Yeah. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> NHL standings, 1967. I'm going to be late for my meeting. 1967-68 NHL standings. There was one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve teams. Yeah, maybe it was more than six. Twelve Double. teams. The Oakland Seals, fifteen and forty-two, had a rough go of it that year. The Pittsburgh Penguins, the Minnesota North Stars, St. Louis Blues, L.A. Kings, Flyers—not the teams that you would expect to see in this either. Montreal Rangers, Bruins, Blackhawks, Maple Leafs, Red Wings, Smudges. No, that's much just weren't there, but they were the North Stars. Such a good logo. The North Stars was a great logo, right? right. And stars. North it all made Star. sense. It all made sense. <laughs> it was an N with stars. It's like, oh, North Stars, right? How about a smudge? How about a... No, only do it with four fingers. It's better. <laughs> it was, it was totally <laughs> it way better with four fingers. It's like, here's with four fingers. Here's with five. <laughs> How many people like four? How many people like five? <laughs> Show of hands. Four it is. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Have a great day. Make it a winning day. Uh, of course, we're going to do our premium show right now, our VIP show, 530. We got the drive-thru. Joe and I will be back this afternoon at 3.30, maybe 4 o'clock Eastern time-ish, in that range to do our office pool show. We doubled down on the prize money this week, so it could be another big week. Of course, you do that by the subscriber count going up. We exceeded our subscriber um, expectation by over 600 
We beat our goal by. So, yep. That's what happens. Teamwork makes the dream work. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Have a great day. I'm going to try and act more professional tomorrow. We're going to maybe stay on topic for a couple minutes. Make it a winning day.